going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. How are you? How are we doing on a Thursday? Today is the 8th, September 8th, 2022. Uh, as you can maybe hear in my voice, not doing too well right now. I think I got COVID. My uh, This is obviously a Woo's Media podcast, W-O-O-Z-E Media. Uh, you can check out other podcasts they have wherever you listen to this one, but... Uh, there's another show. I, I do a couple other shows with them. And uh, one show that I did, the producer showed up coughing, you know, hacking everywhere. And when I talked to him, uh, he called me the day after. This was Tuesday we recorded. He called me Wednesday morning like, yeah, probably sick. I can't come in today to record because we do multiple recordings every week. And so I was like, yeah, yeah, no, no big deal. Uh, stay away. Let's be safe. And then he ended up letting me know he had COVID. It's like, why did you come in on Tuesday? Why were the hell were you here yesterday? Or, you know, on fucking Tuesday? He's like, well, I thought my throat was sore from the CU game. It's like the CU game was fucking Friday night. What the hell are, are you talking about? So it's just like, Jesus Christ, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I get it. Some people get COVID. Some people are going to, you know, you go out, you're at the airport, you're at dinner, whatever. But it's like. When it's so fucking avoidable like that, it's like, are you serious? So I'm pretty pissed off about that today. But either way, I'm as a result, obviously not going to have a full show for you guys. So what we're going to do is talk some Bills Rams. <laughs> Sorry for that like minute and a half rant. I'm just, I've been kind of pissed today, to be honest. It's just when it's so avoidable and when it's so selfish in my mind, it's just like, that's where it pisses me off. But uh, what we'll do, I have some, some things I was going to go over for today's show. Let's see if I can pull it up. To be honest, I just kind of started recording here. Um, yeah, so I got some notes, buying points, uh, buying teasers, things like that. So we'll talk about buying points as long as I can keep my voice going. And then I'll give a pick for tonight's game in the Rams and uh, uh, Bills. And then we'll be back tomorrow with some picks. Now, I wanted to do like a long Football Friday show. Obviously, given the circumstances, probably not going to be able to do that. But uh, don't worry, we'll have some picks, we'll have some breakdowns, and uh, get everyone ready for the weekend of uh, football ahead. So let's get into it. Let's uh, start going through buying points and why that's generally not a good idea. And I, I brought this up because uh, my buddy yesterday asked me a question about buying points. You know, if, if, it's, if the game's minus six and a half, and you're on a website that either lets you buy up to seven or seven and a half, or just offers, you know, alternate lines. Uh, is that a good buy? Is it good going from six and a half to seven and a half? Because obviously seven is such a key number. Uh, is that good? And my answer was, which it should be the answer for every bet we make. Is it worth it? What is the price and what should the price be? Okay. That's essentially what every bet we ever make comes down to. So if it's six and a half minus 110 and you want the team, you know, plus six and a half, or you like the team, the underdog, and you want to take them plus seven and a half, well, you have to know how much seven and a half should cost. And the way you answer that is by answering this question. How many times does seven and a half cover, right? And if it's over whatever the VIG is charging, then it's a good bet. And so the VIG, the price, we can all go to aceodds.com, A-C-E-odds.com. And there you can type in any American money line or spread or point, you know, whatever it is, minus 150, minus 120, not spread, but money line. My head's in a weird place today. But you can type in any American uh, price, and then you'll be able to see um, what that equals in terms of a percentage. Oh, hang on, I think my fiance is walking in here. This is what happens when you just start recording. You can come in. Um, hi, I'm doing the pod right now. 
That's right. Um, all right. So anyway, uh, money lines, money lines. So you can type in any American money line and it'll give you the percentage right there. So the idea for any bet we make, right, whether it's a spread minus three, whether it's a money line bet, it all comes down to the price. That's why that minus 110 is so crucial. So that minus 110, that means something. Minus 150, that means something, right? So every bet we make, it comes down to do we think the percentage chance of whatever event we're talking about has a higher percentage chance than what they're charging? And those are tough to find, right? Because the VIG, you have to overcome the VIG and find value. But that's the that's the essence for every bet we make. So going back to the Rams and Bills tonight, and, and let's use the actual spread, uh, two and a half. Let's say you like the uh, Rams at two and a half, but you love them at three and a half, okay? Again, the answer is, how often, just answer the question, How what, what's the percentage, how often do the Rams either win or lose by three points? Now, let's say, hypothetically, you find that price to be uh, minus 150. Well, you go to asods.com, type in minus 150, you'll see that equals exactly 60%. So, if you think the Rams will win or lose by up to three points, 61% of the time, that's theoretically a good bet. That's a positive EV bet. If you think the Rams will either win or lose by up to three, 59% of the time, that's now a bad bet, right? This is how it all works. That's why the minus 110 is so crucial. You know, that's what that's saying. The minus 110 says whatever spread you're looking at, at minus 110, that's going to happen 5238 Let's call it 52.4% of the time. So what you're saying theoretically, every time you make a bet that's minus 110, is you think that given event or whatever you're betting on will happen more than 53% of the time. That's where they get you. That's why the VIG is so important. So really answering the question, is it worth buying a point? Is it worth you know teasing the lineup? Is it worth adjusting the line? It all comes down to how often do you think that happens? And what you'll find if you have good ways of approaching this mathematically is that overwhelmingly, teasers actually aren't worth it. You know, buying six points seems so valuable. Wait, I can get, right? You tease a, a six and a half point favorite just to minus a half or whatever it may be. It's like, wow, this is big, right? That's how call it a teaser. It teases you. And it, it, it's gonna, that's how you lose your money quickly. So that, those six points usually aren't nearly as valuable as the average better you know, gives it credit for. So that's my sort of thing for today. Buying points isn't always just as easy as, boy, seven and a half. Everyone wants to have seven and a half instead of six and a half. Everyone wants to have the, the better team, but is it worth it paying that heavy money line or paying whatever you're going to pay for the spread or whatever it might be? So the question isn't ever, who do you have? The question's always, what price are you paying for who, who you have? Um, all right, let's get to some picks for tonight. My thoughts for tonight's game, and then we'll get the hell out of here. Um, Rams, Bills, I do lean Rams two and a half. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be giving out some of my contest, actually all of them, all my contest play. Actually, I'm actually not so sure about that because I haven't really thought this through clearly. The contests that I'm in are public, and if I'm giving my picks out, that's going to put me at a huge disadvantage. So maybe I won't give all my picks for these contests, but... I'm in several pick'ems, uh, pick'em contests this year, several super contest-like contests. I can't get in any because I live in Colorado, and I don't trust the whole proxy system in Nevada, so I'm not in those, but I'm in some different ones online. So I'll give you guys my, occasionally, some survivor picks, some NFL picks that I like, 
probably not going to make a habit of giving all five. If there's anyone you know listening who's in those contests as well, but um, we'll have plenty of stuff coming up uh, for this weekend for the NFL. But I do like the Rams plus two and a half in my contest. So just so you know, I will be playing that in several different pickums that I'm in. Uh, I think this is a good spot for the Rams because not necessarily this isn't a huge Rams handicap. I think that they are a little underrated right now. This is more of a Buffalo overrated. Uh, anytime you get the favorite, overwhelming favorite, getting so much money, it's clearly a square play. And in the NFL, week one, game one, you're going to get square money pushing this line a certain direction. That doesn't always happen, but you will see that happen tonight. And it's so funny. You know, you talk to NFL, average NFL fans or, you know, non-sports bettors who love the NFL, and all of them say the same thing. I mean, all of them are giving Buffalo the ring this year, anointing Josh Allen the MVP. It's like... Okay, you know, the, those are the square bets to make. If you're taking the obvious choice right now, if it's if it's an obvious bet, usually not a very good bet. Right? If you're if you're taking Derrick Henry to win the rushing title, probably not the best bet in the world. You know, if you're if you're taking Aaron Rodgers to win his third consecutive MVP, probably not the best bet in the world, you know? And so everyone's on Buffalo right now. Every square I talk to is on Buffalo. There are some occasional sharps that, that do like LA two and a half. But here's the thing. I think we can get a three today, so I would hold out for a three for LA. Uh, it is a bit of a asymmetrically, it's asymmetric risk, right? We talked about this before, to where two is obviously not as good as two and a half if you want LA, but three is so much more valuable that you want to maybe hold out for that three. But I do want to say this. The Rams are one of my favorite teaser options this week. Now, we just talked about teasers are generally not worth it, and that is true. But if you get a team at plus two and a half at home, this is typically, historically, a very profitable spot to tease them. So what you do is you move through both the three and the seven. Those are two very important numbers. So if you can go, if you can go through both three and seven, that's going to be very profitable. Well, profitable, not very profitable. But either way, it's a good bet. It's a positive EV bet. So taking the Rams from plus two and a half to plus eight and a half, I think is a, is a good teaser. I'm going to have them mixed up a couple different ways this weekend, and that's how I would attack this game tonight. I would honestly go with the teaser option. I wouldn't play the Rams two and a half or even money line, even though that's the sexy payout. I would put Rams in some other teasers this week with uh, whatever you guys are feeling. So, all right, that's it. That's it for today's show. I'm going to stop talking, drink some fluids, and handicap a little bit. So, good luck whatever you have going on today or tonight. NFL is back. Let's go. And uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow on Sports Betting Daily.